0: The Dynamo! Try if you wanna wheel league in the dust. The men and orange baby got orange on my back. Beat them once now it's time for us to prank it back. Long as I got my fan club, y'all can't home and El you in the Texan arm. We MLS champ So bag back. Another game on the field, my team gonna rap. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Dynalytics. One of your co-hosts, I'm Herman. Thank you for joining us today. This is episode number 36. And the one and only, the OG, OSG, is here with me tonight. OSG, how are you, man?
1: Well, what it be, man? I'm good. Just, just chilling, you know. It's a, it's a home weekend and, and just just watching all kinds of soccer all week. I think five or six games I got to watch this weekend, so just a busy weekend, man. But, so you know, watching the uh, data dumps right now. Kurt.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say three, three of those for sure. All the Houston teams, and then I'm assuming European soccer in there.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course. You got yeah, Man City played, and then for the the, the surge league that we're doing for, for uh, Bristol City. I kind of followed. I don't get to watch that game because I'm not paying their $25 fee just to just to watch their games for the season. But uh, Bristol City. Uh, then what was it last night? While I was cooking, I went ahead and watched the Aston game in San Jose, and that ended up being three-three. So that was pretty pretty fun to watch. Uh, what else? I think uh, you know that's. I think that was watched a little bit of the, the Borussia Dortmund. Larry Houston. Uh but not I didn't watch the whole game. So yeah, just plenty of soccer. Plenty of plenty of Yeah. Happy Say happy again?
0: that European soccer is back. And yeah, no. Happy that European soccer oh, is yeah. back and that that Barusa game, that dormant game was on ABC. So I think that's good for growing the sport in our country as a whole, you know. So I thought that was pretty cool.
1: Right. Well yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know why. I've always liked Dortmund, too. So I was like, well, I'll just watch this for a little bit. And, then, and I got tired and went somewhere else. I was watching a lot of soccer. So like, I'm going to take a break. <laughs> yeah. But I saw the goals. So that, that, that was good enough. That was the only goal. So I didn't miss anything else but a good game, I guess.
0: There you go. No, I, I'm the same way. I have a soft spot for Borussia Dortmund just because they do a good job with the youth, you know. Um Way back when Lewa played for them and Klopp was there, and I liked Marco Royce when he was young. And now they do such a great job of getting jewels, you know, like our 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 American Gio Reyna, you know. Um, so if I watch games, it'll be to kind of follow him. And uh, but it's pretty cool that that ESPN did that. So, but anyways, enough about overseas. Um, let's talk about here in in Hustle Town, man. Um, it's it's been a bring it
1: back to the H Town, yes sir, yes
0: sir, H Town baby. <laughs> um, so I'm just gonna start off with good news because we need good news, you know. <laughs> I tell you who's holding it down for, for Houston, man it's it's the it's the girls from Houston Dash. Uh, they actually uh just wrapped up their game earlier earlier this evening uh in Seattle. Um, I actually went to the watch party. So that was pretty fun, man. Um, nice. But yeah.
1: So uh, you got to, glad you got to see the entire game. You got to go to the watch party and hang out with them too at the same time. Nice, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I saw you chatting in the, in the chat. I was like, Her mom's watching the game. Yes. Oh, that's freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Cause, cause that, when, the, when that game started, the way that, that first half went for, for the dashes, it was just like, oh, geez. And we knew who we were playing Oil L, Oil Rain, uh, based in Seattle. They're they're just they're just a they're a the strong team. They're they were undefeated at home. I think they had five and three draws and no losses this season at home. So that's a, that's a place to go play. And of course, you know, you're going up to Seattle. You just think that's tough automatically from the MLS side. But man, that was uh, just a first half possession was hard to come about. They were making errors on their passing yeah, just the no look passing was looking terrible and just the, the press for oil were able working. work and they were able to, to possess a lot of the first half and just keep us going and you know l- luckily the oh, they were only able to get that goal in the first half and it was just uh, so the first half was kind of down but you, you know you, you, you still you know what they could do if they could just uh, Ebony Salmon wasn't touching the ball at all uh, in the first half. So you, can you can you find that connectability coming out in the second half? Uh, you know the defense was looking strong as always. Of course they they're they're just beast in the back, and I just love their the grit.
0: goalkeeper. The goalkeeper she is good well, man, and it's not that just she made saves; it's that she can go up and get the ball and. I feel like playing the sport myself, when you have a goalkeeper that can do that, that can kind of command the box, it kind of gives your defense a sense of security, man. Like, our, our, our goalkeeper was clutch today for sure.
1: And she's just a beast. She's, she's back there controlling the defense. And they all just – they're just a, 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 a nice unit back there, you know. And, you know, speaking of unit, let's just go through the real quick. It's the same as last week. Gamble in goal, and then defense from left or right with Chapman, Prysock, Naughton, and Jacobs. Midfield was, was Vigiano, Smith, and Groom. And then the forwards up top was Sanchez, Salmon, and, and Prince. So, looks like that's kind of the 11 right now until Daly returns. Not sure if he'll return next week or the following week after. But, you know, it that, that, that looks like that's the, the coach's favorite. And,
0: Whose, whose spot is she t- or, in, or like what position is she best suited for?
1: Man, that's just gonna be it's it's you know, uh this this coach hasn't got to use daily yet, so it's gonna be kinda hard at what they use her, but it, it may be where Prince gets taken out of the lineup or because I don't see him putting her in the midfield. But she she plays like that center mid, so it, it could be Visiano, but I'm thinking it might be Prince that loses her her position right there. That's and it's hard because we have so many just just our attacking pieces are so strong. But then you look at Daly what she did for England playing in that defensive role, just just man. Yeah, but I, so I, I can't personally- can't wait to come back.
0: Yeah, personally, yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like the Dash have quality, like, all around the pitch, you know. And me personally, just watching the game, and I remember watching through that cup that we won, like, two years ago. Um, like, Prince, to me, I hope she doesn't lose her spot, man, because she's everything I want a Dynamo winger to be, man. Like, she has this amazing burst of speed, dude. She takes on people. Like, she she can create – she can make defenses scared. I, I don't know how to explain it, but I hope she doesn't lose her starting spot. I feel like we we our attack is dangerous if she's involved, man. I I, I like her. I love the way she plays a lot. Fearless. Fearless. Well, they, they, it's who, who,
1: mm-hmm. whoever you take out, you're like, I hope – I hope. That they don't lose that spot, so that that's why I was like, it has to be Prince, it has to be viziano Like you don't take out Sitch yet. I mean, yeah, I don't but on see the Sam other side. Yeah, I don't see Salmon losing her spot. Nope. She's just done too much. She come back. Smith in the middle and Groom in the middle are like mainstays. Vigiano is too as well. So what do you do? I mean, I don't know who you take out and. You take out one of your defenders, that would be, be either Chapman or Jacobs. I don't know which one you would take out there, but yeah, this just, just going to be a question for our answer. Yeah,
0: Jacobs the didn't right start, side. right? She's our right back, Jacobs.
1: Yeah, she she started today.
0: She started today. Okay, on
1: the right She came
0: on at halftime. And
1: it was Chapman, Price, uh, Norton, and, and Jacobs.
0: Gotcha. OK. No, but we're about to find out who starts Friday night, huh? It's a quick turnaround for the Dash, right?
1: Yeah, it is. It's Friday night, 730, back at home against, against Louisville. Louisville, whatever they're called. And that's the, the team that Salmon came back came from that we got Salmon from. So we're looking to make this a, just a, a, a loud game. They're trying to boost some supporters to get to the game just one of those games where Louisville's gonna regret letting go of salmon and regret coming to Houston for sure
0: <laughs> yeah I know I know I'll be there supporting the dash so I'm really excited that'll be my first dash game so looking forward to supporting the team and and just give them the support they've earned through the through this season so far man and help them actually, support them as they push on to the playoffs. But let's talk a little bit about what they did tonight, man.
1: Oh, before you go too far, tell everybody how you got your tickets. That's what yeah,
0: man. So I uh I saw you share the tweet that the Dash tweeted that they had a watch party uh for the game today against Seattle. And uh for going to the watch party, uh I was I was given complimentary tickets for the next home game. So that'll be my first Dash game, man. So excited. <laughs>
1: First dash game ever, right? Ever, ever. Yeah, good. That'll be that'll be fun. Make sure yeah. you sit. There's two different supporter sections at the dash games, but make sure you go sit with the supporters or just you know do whatever. Enjoy the game. Uh, you, you be loud. Your voice can be heard at that stadium when it's going to be five to six thousand people. Hopefully, it'll get to seventy five hundred maybe more.
0: Is that where they cap it off at seventy five hundred, or no? no. No, no, okay. we,
1: we just don't fill the stands and they don't sell the second bowl of course. right? So right,
0: I, that's, that's I, what I meant.
1: 57, I think, is our average or something like that. I'm not sure if okay. to tell you the truth. Okay, so hopefully, we get some more people there. When you watch the games at home, there's there's a lot of seats that are open and they say there's 6,000 people there, so uh, you know, of course, it, you, okay. you would think we could fill the bottom and try to some more people out there, mm. but uh, no, you're, the... you're right. Uh, yeah. At halftime, it was it was one nothing, and yeah. and Dash had to make some immediate uh, adjustments to, just to come out because the way that the game was being played, that wasn't going to work in the second half. And you're not going to come back from that, and you're just going to struggle the whole half. So whatever, whatever it was, he said to him, the, the exactly. Dash. Immediately- about the second half, and it just looked like they're like, "Hey, we're going to be gritty, or we're going to extra gritty, and we're going to." They started having more possession, and they were started going forward a lot more. And I think it just it, it started to change the momentum of the game and the the, the just the control of the game. Now it became a, a real fight,
0: right? <laughs> and it's it's whatever he said. Forget the result, right? That they were able to turn around. They did it so quickly, starting the half, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it felt like the like the second half started, and before I knew, it, uh, we see a PK in our favor. You know, <laughs> I'm like, oh snap, we need it. You know, like and that PK. I know people uh, downplay penalty kicks, but it's all a mind game, you know. Um, when you take these, if you're the shooter, the goal looks small. If you're the goalkeeper, the, the goal looks humongous, you know. But, man, that ball placement by Salman, dude, that is, like, top quality, bro. Like, right next to the post. Like, no goalkeeper was saving that, dude. That was
1: a great Well, and the goalkeeper even guessed the right way. She, she, she went did. the right she way. Did. She did. She did. She just mm-hmm. couldn't get it. I was like, that's, gotta, that's a crazy penalty kick to take because mm-hmm. you put. putting like and that's, I mean, your right foot is so it's, it's going towards that post, but yeah, that was just a, a great penalty kick,
0: great great kick, and I know this game was broadcasted through uh, the local channel, AT and T Sportsnet. Um, I don't know where I think you watch it on on Paramount as well.
1: Um, you, you can always watch it on Paramount on Twitch. So that tonight it was Paramount and then AT and uh, the sports channel that usually hosts the Dynamo had the dash tonight, and I chose I chose to to listen to Glenn Davis and his co-host. And, and wasn't the wasn't the best of quality as far as the uh, the video was going on, but whatever. I got to hear Glenn Davis, and not the not the Paramount one where you don't know who you're going to get until you turn the game on.
0: Yeah, and that's what I wanted to touch about. There are some supporters who told us that the quality, like the production quality is what I'm referring to um, on AT&T wasn't wasn't up to standards, you know. So hopefully that that improves on the next broadcast. But uh, I was going to tell you that. I'd rather listen to Glenn Davis because, you know, this this national media just, you know, um, I don't know what the proper term is, but just sucked up. To Seattle a whole lot, you know. It's not that they were biased. It's not that they were biased, but you know, they kind of favored the Seattle team a little bit more. I'm like, oh my god, shut up,
1: you know. (laughs) They were biased. They had they had rubino and then they had Christian Press. So that's two U.S. national team players that are on their the end of their career with the national team, but they're still playing for these guys. So yeah, of course they're gonna they're gonna favor. I mean, what do we have? We have Maria Sanchez from Mexico. Richard Daly for England, but no U.S. national players, so who's Houston? Who are the dash? Never made the playoffs in their career. So we're out there making history, so you just keep it going, but you know, it's just a salmon right after that penalty kick, but what what does Houston do? They win possession, they play play a ball down the the, they're working the ball down the middle, they they get about 35 yards in and just play a little ball into the a little through ball into the box for her and she just is able to get that extra step on a defender and puts the ball into the frigging net. And that one she puts up in the air to get it over the keeper and just hits the back of the net hardcore. Puts it's up two to one. Basically like a minute and a half after the bully kick and just the dash just changed the game and you could even see it when the game continued after that for the OL Rain players. But they were just getting they were just getting so frustrated in their their attitudes were all changing and they were, they were down and you could just see Dash would just take control and it was up to them for the rest of the game. Man. Just, so did you, did you see that, that salmon goal, that, that speed is just so brutal.
0: The Forget the speed, man. It's the, I like two things about it. One, the finish, obviously, right? Like you said, over the goalkeeper, but that she first timed it, you know, there was a play at the end of the game when it was like minute 88, 89, Seattle, they had a play where the striker outpaced our defender, our last defender, and she took one too many touches, and it basically made it easier for our goalkeeper to save that. That was a legit scoring opportunity. But because she took an extra touch, it basically killed the play then and there, you know? And I feel like Salmon had that instinct to just like, all right, Kind of, not not first time it, but just know when to strike it, you know. And the and the finish was excellent, dude. It's just <laughs> top class, man. Top class. Well, it's a what a great player. Well, what a great player.
1: Well, I know, I know Ebony Salmon is just having the best of time here in Houston and just enjoying it. <laughs> and so so glad that she was having troubles in Louisville, but because it's all worked out for the best and. <clears throat> Here she is, and I hope she sticks around for the long term and helps this team continue to do with the things that they're doing this season. And just uh, let's just let's make that let, make that playoff run. So is going to be the first time in his, history, uh, and and just see what we can do with it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough. We're only one point from uh, the top of the standings right now, which yeah. is it's it's freaking amazing. It's freaking awesome, dude. It yeah. is. It
0: is. We got the Portland Thorns with 25 points. Uh we have the San Diego Wave. That's where Alex Morgan plays, 25 points. And then your Houston Dash sitting right there trying to trying to grab one of those two spots in third place with 24 points. It must be said that the San Diego Wave have one more game in- so the the that- Dash and the Thorns have one game in hand, so if we win Friday night, we can be up there for for spot number two. But also behind us in spot number four is the Chicago Red Stars, where Mrs. Watt plays. Um, so they're 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 also eyeing that that second spot, you know. But we're, we're up there, man. Like uh, did this, and I was telling I was telling Haiti, and I hope I pronounced his name right at the watch party. Um, big big dash supporter. I was telling him that I hope that the way that that FC Dallas game got marketed, I hope that's how they market the dash going forward, you know, or if, if not to end the season, at least I hope that we make the playoffs and host a game and they better market the hell out of that game, you know, because they deserve it, man. They, they've been playing so good. They're up there, but also, Thank you for taking me to the the event where we met the team earlier this week. All the Dash players, man, they were friendly, dude. They were happy to see you there. They were happy to say hi, talk to you, take a picture with you, man. Like, aside that the team is doing good, like, they're genuinely good people. The coaches, you know, like, it, like Houston needs to get behind this team, man. Like, they, they've earned it. They deserve it. They. We, we we need to back them up and and make this historic playoff push for sure, dude.
1: Dude, for real. And it's just uh, the, the the girls are just different type of characters, and different type of professionals, and they're just they're just so fun to watch. Like you said, they were just so fun to hang out with on Tuesday night at the meet and greet. It was just uh, definitely so so worth it. Even a few of the Dynamo players were cool to talk to and and chill with and. Uh, but you know the, the dash, you just you, they never never disappoint. Uh, they're always fun. They're always friendly. Their they're, their games are so exciting to watch. So yeah, everybody, we just need to dash the fuck on. Hashtag DTFO. <laughs> I don't know if uh, the person who yeah. went,
0: the, I don't know if the person who went is listening to us, but I did see that there was a dash the fuck on.
1: Um, flag oh i saw that too i you saw, saw it too. right yeah, awesome. yeah the yeah. post the post <laughs> was sitting on that it looked like yeah i was like dude somebody went bro somebody went i wonder who it was
0: <laughs> shout out to that fan man
1: <laughs> yeah yeah uh, hopefully they'll they there, that all the down whichever yeah. maybe they could that i'm sure that was freaking a blast but yeah man they you know they won they did the job they were standings you know it's yeah. it's Two things it's about so the
0: bad. the game, like, I don't know about your broadcast, but I wanted to see the play where we were uh, granted the penalty kick. To me, it seemed like it hit her face, but honestly, I'm not complaining. If the ref said it hit her hand, it hit her hand. You know what I'm saying? But I could, they didn't show a replay on my broadcast. I don't know if you were able to see a replay of the play. Like, they showed one, but it was too fast.
1: You couldn't tell, you know? Could you? Yeah, but well, the, replay, the replay they showed, the camera was – Changing like, yeah, moving so yeah. it's like, you, you, and then they didn't replay it in slow mo or anything like that. So it was like, no, mm-hmm. you, you really couldn't tell. And then they don't use VAR. So, my ability, right. you, you I already know, you, that, you, know. Shit,
0: that turned around the game for us, you know, gave yeah. us confidence. Yeah. And then, like you said, two minutes later, boom, another through ball, Salmon, great finish. Yeah. It was, it was good, yeah. and, th- and also good job defending because. I, it's like you said, it's a tell two halves, right? Like, the first half, honestly, Dash got dominated, dude. That midfield non-existent, you know? But whatever the coach said, in halftime, it worked, man. And I wish I was a mosquito in that wall, man, because, like, it probably would have motivated me to do something as well, you know?
1: <laughs> hey, but, it, it, it had mm-hmm. to be pretty simple. I like, hey, let's just, let's just push a little forward. This, this team has played three games in nine, day, uh, nine days. They're, they're going to be a little worn out. We're, we're going to start to wear them down. You can see it towards the end of the first half where they're getting a little, little slower. And maybe it's just, hey, let's just come out. Let's just push. Let's press. And, and you can see that the Dash did that. And, uh, you know, it worked to their advantage. and They, they didn't wait to, to start the second half and let's see but the 15-minute break did. It just came out, and they made, they made the adjustment and started right up right there, right, right there. And the other, credit, the credit other, to the coach for doing that. The dash for executing.
0: Yeah, the other thing I noticed was, like, in the first half, Rapone was, like, open on the left flank a lot.
1: <laughs> a lot. <Yeah. laughs> I'm right. Uh, Rapino. Rapino.
0: I don't... I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rapino. But she was really, like, free on that left side, the first half, but in the second half, like, they made it a, an effort to, to close that that
1: flank down, you know? Right, yes, yeah. This whole, this kept her from making any more actions, and she shouldn't have, the goal shouldn't have happened. I thought Campbell should have had that shot, but whatever, credit for Rubino. She, uh I, I really don't like, I, I like her as a player, I don't like her personally, but, you know, good for her, she scored, and when, I, when Tobin Heath was coming on, I thought maybe they were gonna have a little bit of a spark to try to get that tie and go. But thank God so D T F O, uh Dash holding it down and continue to perform and in great form and so you know, let's uh let's keep it going. Who do they got next? They they got the home game versus Louisville. They actually got two home games in a row back back to back against Louisville and so, we get the Batman or Batwoman just to come back to Houston. So, those will be two back-to-back home games. Uh, if we can continue this run, and those are those two teams are, are very beatable. And so, let's, let's get they six are. more points. Gotham for sure, you know. Yeah. You saw mm-hmm. what they could do, and we were able to beat them in their house. And, and Louisville is going to be a good opponent. We got something to prove to them with salmon. So, gonna be going to be fun.
0: Yeah, we, we shouldn't underestimate anybody, Uh, but Louisville, racing Louisville sits in ninth place, and then Gotham in 11th currently, as of this recording. But you, you should never underestimate an opponent, you know? No, and man, I'm, and uh, I know they won't, the and I know they won't. But yeah, man, uh, part, of, part of Hustletown is uh, our first love, man, the Houston Dynamo, dude. So they play Friday mm-hmm, night. Mm-hmm.
1: I imagine this segment will be the shortest of the three tonight. But yeah, you're right. They played Friday night.
0: What happened, man?
1: Man, they played. They played. You know, I'm fine with the way they played. I'm fine with the way they played. Uh, I don't like that uh, the sit the bus situation towards the end of the game where you absolutely sit the bus. Like they parked the bus. It, it wasn't a moving bus. They parked the bus. I think we had six, technically six defenders at the same time at the end of the game and when you're just parking the bus and allowing the opponent just to continue to come at you, they're going to find little holes and 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 that's all it was. The first goal was a freaking uh, you know, that's that's where we're at. We're going to skip all the way to the 88th minute already. <laughs> that, that, that first goal that we gave up was just, just a little deflection and uh, I don't even remember, man. I'm just so annoyed and mad that uh, we can't even just you play well and you look well it's the same friggin' problems as always you just consistently cannot finish you cannot put ball in back in the net and we had some great chances during that game so summary is we suck but we knew that already
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes we did <laughs>
1: I mean, but it's, I, it's I went a- in,
0: it sounds messed up what I'm about to say, but I went in Friday with, with low, low expectations, just so I would not be let down, you know. And the sad thing is that it that was very hard for me to do because I knew that the opponent was a winnable game, you know, and then the first half of OSG, we dominated that shit, man. You know, so it's hard not to get gassed up, hyped up, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then, and then we it's a tell to have, just like the dash, and then we know what happened in the second half. But the way we lost that
1: game is just,
0: damn, you know, towards the end. Yeah,
1: for, real. for real. It's just its its some of those games that we've had this season where you, you, you felt like you were the better team and you still lose the game. You, you were the better team. You still lose the game. And, you know, here we are. Uh, we'll we'll just say this: we're one win, one tie, and nine losses in the last eleven. And does it feel like we're on that kind of losing streak right now? It, it, we, to think to think about it, you feel like maybe hey, we've lost. Have we really done that like that for real? Like you, you feel like there's been a win in there somewhere, but no, mm-hmm. there there hasn't. We're just we're 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 bringing the, the shithole right now. There's zero chemistry. And actually, I said there's like one percent chemistry. They know how to play card games on the airplane when on the way to the games. So there's that's One percent chemistry, man. So I'm proud of them for having that. You know? <laughs> but um, so
0: uh, enough uh, about hard the hard who, who do they have next? OSG. Who do they? Friday night sucked. Uh, who do who do they have next? Uh, so who
1: do we have next? This is this will be fun too. So they have third place. Eastern Conference, mm. Montreal coming into town.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, so and Montreal just comes off a 2-2 tie at home against Inter-Miami. Uh, you know, watch the highlights to see about that. They've got a guy up top that we focus on, which I think we'll be able to because we like to plug the middle. Uh, but they're he's a target guy, so they're looking for him. So... Uh, He he, and he's not target like Ariel. He's target more as getting to the ball to his feet off those crosses. I don't know. We plug the middles. Maybe we could just hold him down. And uh, you know, Montreal, of course, is going to be the favorite team coming in here. But you know, this you don't know what Dynamo you're going to get because they'll lead you on the whole game. Like we played well, we're up one nothing. You're you're just holding. You're playing the defense. you're, You're 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 Missing opportunities on the (sighs) counterattack. And then you just give it up at the end. So, I I don't know. We just – I'm hoping to be optimistic. I'm looking for – I'm going to watch the game and see how it plays out to start, of course. Yeah, and then
0: just to to, uh, uh, take advantage of the uh, segment, uh, for those listening, uh, be sure to catch our next episode, number 37. As we uh, preview our upcoming match with Montreal, um, we have a guest lined up, and uh, so be sure to be sure to tune into the next episode. It'll it'll be a good one for sure. Uh, the ball is round. There you go. The ball is round.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> the ball is round, Montreal.
0: No, but hey, but look, it, it rhymes, and and we're gonna ask him about that. But look, uh, back in the day, and I mean really back in the day, okay. This is deviating, it's a little story, and I'll I'll jump back in. It, it's funny because um El Salvador has a a rivalry with Mexico. Mexico does not see it as a rivalry, but El Salvador does, right? And back in the day, um Mexico's biggest star in history. Um, arguably, okay, you can argue there, there's a lot of good players in Mexican soccer, but that has Had a great career in Europe as well. And then in the national team is a striker, Hugo Sanchez, right? And when they were doing uh, qualifiers for the World Cup, and I think this is for either 82. I can't remember which World Cup, but it's either the 90s or the 80s. He said that El Salvador was an easy W and that in El Salvador they play with a square ball. (laughs) so and then we took that you know we were pissed and thankfully we won the game but uh the name of the podcast reminded me of that you know so i'm kind of curious i kind of curious what they tell us tell us about that you know so um but yeah catch catch the next episode um like like osg said top quality opponent third in the in the eastern conference but the fact that they drew with inter miami is interesting you know (laughs) so We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, we are forever orange. You know, we're always behind the team. Uh, hard times again. And I think uh, for the Dynamo segment, I, I, I didn't. it's not that I don't care about the game, but I care more about the second part, which is the discussion of where do we go from here, right? Because the past two weeks, I feel, have been like a cold bucket of water, for, for the fan base, you know, kind of like a a, bru- a rude awakening or a brutal wake up call, you know, where you where we start to accept the reality. Right. And we've been kind of flirting with it. We've been kind of warning our fan base, our listeners about it. But also we were hopeful <laughs> because the standings make us be hopeful, you know, <laughs> Um, but. It's kind of like you said. I didn't even realize that till you said it just now. The last eleven games, one win, one draw. That's I gotta fact check you on that, dude. Like that feels, that feels awful, man. Like my god, dude. That that is that is awful.
1: And there's two. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead.
1: Let's go backwards. Vancouver, one to two. Philly. Zero to six. Minnesota, one to two. We get our win against San Jose, two to one. ATX one to three. Dallas, two to two. Charlotte, one to two. So what is that? One, two, three, four, five losses. Five losses, one draw. One win, one draw. Yep. And then Portland, one to two. Okay, so then we get a we get a two-nothing Chicago win. And then we we lose to Orlando one to two, and then we lose to Seattle. Oh, that's Seattle to C- uh, Real Salt Lake zero to three. Okay, so, so one two wins, three. one draw, yeah, yeah, and eight losses. Yeah, still not good. <laughs> no, it's not. not- <laughs> yeah. seven, seven points in eleven games. Yeah, that's that thirty-three points, and you can get seven. Yeah, we know. Deserve to be in twelfth place right now
0: yeah not bueno uh it's my 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 mental math just doing it that's like 22 and a half percentage of the points that we could obtain we obtained, so that's that's not gonna do it man <laughs> but nope. but the question is the question these two questions here that i want to talk dynamo and then we can move move forward and and bring i want i want the fan base to to hear your perspective because you bring a different perspective from from the fan base and i just want to Want you to have the opportunity to put your argument out there. Um, the first one is obvi- The 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 hot topic, right? The head coach. Um, Naga
1: in. Right.
0: I, I understand that. <laughs>
1: Ask the question. Let's go.
0: Yeah. You the, the the question is not that. I knew that answer. The question is why. But let me let me build it up real quick. Um. I said to you last week that man, he's losing the the, the locker room. That's a red flag for me. Um, you know, parking the bus makes sense in situation, but to me, it felt like we dominated the first half. You know, so I was like, why do we need to park the bus? But, um, so I, I'm I'm leaning more on the on the Naga out, and I understand that the man didn't have anything. Good to to start with, but at the same time, it's like th- these are winnable games that your your decisions kind of impact it, you know. Um, but but forget that we know there's a lot of Naga out within our fan base. We understand the reasoning. We're not we're not blind. We 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 understand. I I'm actually leaning on your boat, but you are Naga in. I want you to have an opportunity to tell us why and maybe hey those are that are naga out listen to me real quick just just bear with me listen to me so what what would what what are your your thoughts on why you're still naga in and you're and you're proud man you're proud naga in dude (laughs) i think i are the only two
1: (laughs) yeah i think we are are the only two left and there might be one more but he's he's on the fence as well but you know, it's and, and we're not going to change those other people's minds. That's why I haven't even included myself in the debate that, that's been going back and forth for the past, past couple of weeks just so it doesn't – because debating is fun, but arguments are not. But, you know, uh, uh, I am not going I, I do see I do see all the mistakes that he's making. But at the same time, I, I know this is not the coach that we wanted. This is the coach that we had to, we had to take. So there, there is the opportunity to be like, hey, you know, this this coach doesn't work out, Then say goodbye and get rid of it. But at the same time, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? You can get rid of Nagamura all you want, but you're not going to bring nobody in. You're, you're not going to bring your to dose coach up to uh, to do an intern. I, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think you would. I, I think that, you know. Offer the guy the job or or let him interview for the job maybe, but I, I don't know if gotta be I I would feel like it's a little, a little disrespectful towards him if he wants to, to of those folks come up just to be interim for a minute, but <laughs> I, I don't know. That's so maybe Kenny that Brandon That, could that, be that, that his, is a uh, good coach. argument
0: though, OSG. That is a, a fantastic argument for keeping Naga in is I understand, you know. We can kick him out, but but then again, who are we going to hire? So if you're Naga out, my next question is going to be, who's his replacement, you know? And and we don't have an answer to that question, you know? And if you appoint the Dinah Dos coach, well, that's what Paulo Nagamura was. So you're back to square one, essentially, you know? <laughs> um, yeah,
1: you're, you're doing the same thing since so yeah. you have more traction with Bundy because you know Bundy a little a little more than you do, though, Nagamura, but you're, you're right. That's just, that's, that's technically a lateral move. And then as far as anybody else out there, you, there, there, there isn't anything that's sitting out there. There, There's rumors of other coaches. There's one that's doing the world cup per se and might have an opportunity and there might be a window and maybe somehow we could persuade him to, to, to jump in and, I would be open to that one hundred percent. Bring him in. That's 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 one reason where I'd be like, okay, let's let yeah, let's let Nagamura go and uh, bring in a a, a Tati or, or someone so, someone that has proven what they can do, not just in the MLS, but maybe just in the top league. And just but right now well, there's nobody out there. So if we fire Nagamora then and then hire Herman Benitez, I'm gonna be like, What's the friggin' difference? You know, <laughs> yeah. Maybe her Herman Benitez has a better soccer IQ because it seems like Nagamore is making tactical mistakes. And maybe if I a- appoint it, put-
0: I'd be telling Dynalytics to send polls to the Enchada with starting lineup uh options that I that I can't find the answer to so if we lose i'll be like like to like try fucked it up for me you know
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're starting lineups fan, fan picks every week <laughs> exactly so y'all can't get on my yeah. ass y'all fucked it up no. for us. <laughs> and, and, and you know speaking of starting lineups i heard uh, victor rises say that this is a of course, it added in this last game. It updates it one, but this is 24 games this season, and we've had 22 different starting lineups. 22 different starting lineups. I That's used to
0: say, big "It is, it is, bro." I used to say, "No, he's trying to figure out his team, nah, bro." <laughs> Ain't no more figuring it out, dude. You, I hope you have a starting lineup by now. You know?
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. Let's. I let mean, like, let's let's start with the eleven. And I thought we were going to get the eleven and then the back forward. The, the back forward shit. You know, of course, teenage is still hurt. You had the Flint, so the Flintstones still have to start, and then and Valentin, who somehow got a start in there, instead of Dorsey or even Zeke. So that was that was surprising. You know, they played well enough during the game to just you know <laughs> fell apart. But
0: yeah. And talking apart. about Victor, uh, I don't know if he listens to the analytics or not, but. Huge thank you for, again, once again, hopping on to our Somos 713 space uh, Saturday afternoon. Uh, We had a a good discussion. Also, our uh, Tele Éxitos play-by-play TV uh, broadcast uh, commentator Alex Parra joined the space. So, uh, basically, the space is an opportunity to chime in on the game, but also you have two personnel that deeply... uh, and closely follow and report on the dynamo and you have an a a free platform to ask any question you'd like so a lot of a lot of great discussion saturday uh also kind of like therapy hour you know (laughs) uh for us that follow this team closely we all need a a virtual hug so the space is a good place to vent or, or just join a therapy session as we as we go through this together but just wanted to give give a a shout out to uh, Pupas and Marlon. They're do, they're killing it. They're doing a great job. And and be sure to to join the next one. Uh, if we play, I believe Saturday night. I'm assuming the next one's going to be Sunday. So, it, just a, an opportunity for you to voice your opinion and thoughts on the on the game and and where the Dynamo is headed.
1: There's so much opinion and so many takes that the that the shows have been taking uh, two hours long. So it's uh, there's just there's a there's a lot to take in there's a, there's there's a lot of discussion on on topics so man guys check it out if you're not able to check it out live you can always find the replay because it is recorded on the somo seven one three Twitter profile so you guys check it out man and you know when you're you're sitting at work like Chris the bad guy does um, instead of stalking the, the bins at H-E-B, he's, he's listening to podcasts and keeping up with all the news. So y'all should follow suit.
0: That's Chris the good guy or someone else?
1: Yeah, it's Chris the bad guy.
0: Yeah, so Chris the good guy, man. That, dude, that dude's <laughs> on it, man. I hope I run into him into the stadium. <laughs> he's on <laughs> it, man. You're he right. He's talking overnight up. H-E-B, man. You're right. Dude.
1: And he does all the podcasts, and that's what he does during his shift. So yeah, That's so it's kind of hard right now. He's getting all the negativity that gets it through the pot gets it through the the the, the 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 his shift. So I don't know if he's been getting bitten up at work. <laughs> so Not I if you wear one
0: one AirPod where you can hide it, and the other one, the other ear is free. You know, so maybe he has a little uh, okay. like that.
1: I'm talking about the booze that podcast you're gonna Oh, see oh, oh, just, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah dynamo yeah. talk. All you listen to is Dynamo talk. Dynamo talk, and you're like mad.
0: But you <laughs> yeah. know what? He's the most optimistic, dude.
1: Yeah. He's yeah. the most optimistic. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're in the same boat, so you know, that's uh
0: I know he's not going to, he's the third one. I forgot. Yeah. I, I'm bad for forgetting you, Chris. He, he is not going to as well. <laughs> he's very optimistic, but yeah, no, shout out to Chris. Thanks for, for listening to us, man. Um, but yeah. So the second question though is G is what do we do in your opinion? What sitting where we are? And I'll tell you right now, right now, you're Houston dynamo number 12 in the West. 24 matches, 25 points. Two teams are below us. San Jose, 24 matches, 24 points for them. And then Sporting Kansas City, 25 matches played, they have 23 points. Above us is the team that just beat us, Vancouver, with 30 points. So now it's kind of, we're part of that bottom three, you know. (laughs) We're that last tier, you know. What do we do from here, and, and then just for perspective, number seven is Portland, 33 points. Number eight, just sitting outside the last playoff spot, is Seattle Sounders, 32. So we're seven points away from um, the eighth spot. And then Galaxy has 30 points sitting in ninth place, but they have one game in hand. So they can jump to number seven. And they just made a fantastic signing, in my opinion. And they're trying to get another one. Uh, Ricky Puig, as someone who follows Barcelona closely, underrated talent. Great signing for Galaxy. I'm excited to see what he does in MLS. And apparently, they're trying to get Sergi Roberto, which that guy plays right back. But in reality, he plays all over the, the pitch. So another fantastic signing for the Galaxy. So we'll see what they do. But the point here is our Dynamo are in the bottom tier. And the question is, OSG, should we continue to push for the playoffs? Or are you in favor of, okay, front office, you told us this was playoffs. It's clearly not playoffs. Why don't we rebuild for the future right now and start playing our youngsters? Or do you have another plan in mind that we haven't even discussed
1: there was a that was a build up to a question. Holy hell, Herman! <laughs> <laughs> all right, but woo, Jesus! But it kind of
0: transitions yeah. us away from the Dynamo into Dynados. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> so, all right, what what do we do now? No, of course we keep pushing through the playoffs until you're mathematically eliminated, and then. But at, at the same time, what what do you do? There are, there are some Dynados players that, of course, the fans want to see. Play at the MLS level, but at the same time, Nagamore has been saying in press conferences that he, he he's, he's reviewing players and does not think that they're they're in their first team ready. So that that's why they're playing second team. And so this uh, you know this is the this is the best that we have right now. It's the roster that we have and. This is this is so, my
0: worry. If he's saying that they're not MLS ready and they're killing it, they're killing it in Dynados, you know? Imagine when we have better players in our squad, then then Dynados players are not even going to sniff the first team. Or am I right. thinking about this the wrong way?
1: No, I mean, they're not, they're not going to sniff the first team. as We bring in better players and do this overhaul next season. But, you know, I... I'm not the coach that's out there. I'm not the training staff that's out there and uh, seeing these players train and play. We just we we see him for our own eyes to the games. And you know of course, you would you would love to see Palomino play on the first team, and he was on the bench for the game in Vancouver, but he didn't get no minutes. Uh, you know, when they kept they kept making all these defensive moves, I, I thought it was perfect time to put Palomino in and let him mm-hmm. get some minutes. But you know there's, tonight, I know, there's no yeah he did play tonight because he didn't play he didn't play the game in Vancouver, yeah. so he's still eligible to tonight. But, you know, I know there's no room because our midfield is a little bit compact for the Dynamo, so there's no room for Palomino to play, and we really we really don't have the forwards right now up top for down a dose that can come in and, and really make a difference. I, I would like to see, since Beto was given the opportunity to come to the first team, some more, some more opportunity to play and see if he can if he can find a rhythm, if he's given like the opportunity, maybe sum him in at the end of a game and then start him the next game, something like that and see what you can get out of him. Uh, you know, so at least, luckily, they put him back on down a dose. So, he got to start tonight with down a dose since he wasn't used either. But, you know, there's just there's, – I mean, even if we did give up on the playoffs and we were eliminated from the playoffs, there's, there's nothing we can really do. So, he just needs to play his – needs to play his best 11. Does anybody he wants to look at, he should have been looking at already by now. There's only 10 games left in the season. And so – uh, just, just give it, just give it your all, and just keep trying to. Let's just finish in good form to finish the season. So give it your give all, it,
0: but give it your all. But give youngsters like ten minutes or so. That's what I, I got. Is that, is that, is that, is that where you stand?
1: Yeah, like basically I
0: mean, the veterans, the starters that are like keep trying with them, but start slowly incorporating the youngsters. Is that, is that where you, is that what would you suggest?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. if you—I mean, if you can—and there's only two right now. There's only Beto and Palomito. There, there's really—I mean, there's other players on that I could say all day that they should probably get a little bit of a chance. You know, Maples on the defense, but he's been questionable at the same time. Lafleur playing on the left wing—he looks like he could—he could be dangerous coming in and, and maybe taking Lunkwitz' spot. But you uh, know, you know, we're looking forward to Brooklyn Range next year. Uh, Valdez in goal, could you know, he get—he come in and get get some playing time, you know, uh, so (laughs) it's, you know, just there's, there's opportunity there, but to bring them in and give them a real opportunity, you can't just bring them in and let them play. You got to let them play to figure out if they have any form. And if you, and if you're not willing to take that chance or that risk, there's no point in doing it. I think that's where Nagamore is at. He's like, I don't think they're good enough. I don't want to waste their minutes on this team right now, blah, blah, blah. You know, we're we're still playing well enough. We just don't play consistent enough. You know, the team plays like they're winners, but then they lose.
0: Yeah. But talking about winning and someone that the fan base has been talking or asking for since the start of the season, um, our Houston Dynamo Duel star, you touched on it. Palomino, he played tonight after traveling with the team Friday. The man opened the scoring tonight. I mean, that free kick was beautiful, bro.
1: <laughs>
0: for real, for real. Yeah. You know,
1: Din- was- hmm at undefeated at home. The only team that played at home this weekend with Dash and Dynamo being on the road. so And you know, It gave something for some of the soccer fans to go out and watch. And I know there's quite a few people out there for, for the surge, at least. And they did some tailgating prior to the game. And, you know, it's just, you know... Donados is just something that you know you can always you can, you can just count on to at least have a, a, a good game and, and be competitive and it was it was fun and, and like you said Palomino got the, the scoring started off I and mean, that was a that was a first half of kind of going back and forth but nobody was really getting some shots off but uh, Don, Donados was getting closer and closer and then finally in the basically the forty fifth minute yeah. It's 48. Like, yeah, actually, I think it was like friggin' 35, maybe as far as 40 yards out. Then maybe about 30, 35 yards out.
0: It was a long ways out. out. I, I have a poor yeah. uh, grasp of estimating yardage, but that half circle is nowhere near the ball, man. That was way out there, dude.
1: Yeah, so it's 18, 18 yards is the penalty box, and at the edge of the penalty, that circle. I think makes it twenty four yards, and then just kind of guess from there. It yeah. wasn't it wasn't five ish. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't too too far away from there. But you, so he, he you weren't expecting a shot, but at the same time the word SKC lined up on that line it was just so high. Like if you put the ball over the top, you have to take some off of it. But those are hard to go but He just, just for, took a shot. Yeah. What do you? Went in the friggin' net, bro. <laughs> it did. It it went over the
0: the wall and then came right down the right uh, to the goalie's right post. But just for reference, the the Sporting Kansas City wall, like they're standing inside that half circle. You know, like that's where they're standing. So just so you have an idea of how far away this free kick was. But no, man, Palomino, Jesus, what a beauty. That opened the scoring up. Then what happened?
1: Halftime. <laughs>
0: Come on, man! I try to yeah. give you up bro. Brooklyn yeah. Rays, man, our boy, the future, dude.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was a was at the fifty first minute mark. I think it was when everything right, just right got right greedy. Part
0: of the second half, yeah.
1: Maybe a forty eighth minute. I forget how early it was, but yeah, it was just a. A gritty, and I think he just he caught a rebound and put it in the back of the net. And finally, looking, Brooklyn Reigns with, with the Golasso. Uh, I know he's, he was excited and they celebrated for quite a while over there, too. <laughs> they yeah, no, they're the having fun,
0: dude. It was, yeah, it was a ball. Somebody from the left side kind of played it to the middle. Reigns kind of controlled it and he kind of cut back. To put it on his left and then just finessed it to and it hit the post, the the goalies right post and went in. I thought it was a beautiful, beautiful goal, man. Good stuff. So yeah, it went up 2-0 to, to start the second half. And then as we were recording this episode, dude, nice, nice, um, nice finish. I need to know who gave the assist because the 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 pass was beautiful. Um I can't even tell the number, but the through ball between two defenders, dude, to Kyle Edwards and then the finish, man, for that third goal. Uh, he kind of chipped it. I don't know if he meant he chipped it or hit it hard, but it looked like he chipped it and it hit the top crossbar and went inside the goal for the 3-0 Kyle Edwards. But that was another beautiful goal. But I need to find out who gave that assist because that is a beautiful through ball. It kind of took care of two defenders right there, man. <laughs> That's how I wish the Dynamo would play, you know? send through balls, <laughs> man, send through balls. Don't, don't send them at the feet of the player, you know, like let, let, let's, let's play behind the, the, the defense, the opponent's backline, you know, but no, it's good to yeah. see the Dynadols give, give those supporters uh, something to, to cheer about and something to be happy about. Like you said, shout out to the supporters group. I think it was the search that was out there uh, tailgating beforehand. So, that that's cool that that they get the support from from one of the supporters groups as well and and they deserve it man they're they're up there as well in the standings.
1: It was just a, another another fun game to watch. It was a tough first half, but the second half they just come out and they're like, hey, dude, we're we're taking this. I'm sorry guys, uh, we all gotta go back, get back on the bus or the plane or however y'all got here. But you know, after that big three nil win. Uh, updated standings. That's got Tacoma with 43 points, St. Louis City with 39 points, and Houston with 39 points. So, of course, North Texas still needs to play Portland. I, th- I think it's Portland later later tonight. Matter of fact, I think they're kicking off right now. But we're five points up on North Texas, depending on what Texas does. So, shoot, four points from the top. But those who don't know about the next pro, Tacoma, basically – but Tacoma and St. Louis City, basically, are MLS teams because <laughs> Tacoma. I don't know how they're just they're just stacking that that freaking good, and in St. Louis City, of course, they're prepping.
0: They have a high standard over there for MLS young teams. You know, their youth programs are legit for sure. So what's next for the Dynados OSG?
1: So Dynados now. So of course you know Houston's got Montreal at home this weekend, and Dash has got Racing Louisville at home on Friday. But shoot, And these guys—they're—they're they're at home as well, and it looks like they're at home on Sunday against Colorado. So you got all three teams. The Hustletown Roundup playing home, home, and home this weekend. So busy weekend for Soccer Town. go with Football City, that'll be exciting. Colorado, I don't think they're – where are they sitting at in the standings? Colorado, yeah, they're sitting ninth in the standings. So them coming to Viva Stadium where we're undefeated, I'm not worried about that. I don't think the boys would be worried about that either. So they'll hold it down. They'll keep it going. But that's that's gonna be a fun. Let's see what. We'll, let's see if we can uh, get at least. We'll get six points for sure. We'll see if we get seven, maybe nine points out of the whole weekend. <laughs> seven
0: <laughs> sounds more realistic, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go for seven. Let's go for seven. But we'll see if we can still three on Saturday. There you go. There you go.
0: They shoot for seven, hopefully nine. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So anything else stood out from the Dynados match, man?
1: Man, just the way they played. Just so the, the teamwork, they have, they have chemistry. And I think Dynamo need to, to, when they're, when they're in town, they need to go watch the Dynados play and, and just see the chemistry that they're using and where they're playing together as a unit. Uh, just cohesiveness and if the dynamo could just do that a little bit better and just, uh, yeah i think you could see some more goals come across and then that would give us some more wins now uh, this season it would look a little bit different but you know just just follow suit. with it should be down teaching dynamo right now <laughs> just like the dash are teaching dynamo right now so it's 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 amazing right now come on dynamo where y'all at
0: Yeah, it is pretty remarkable to see the Dash and, and the Dynados hold it down for H-Town. Uh, hopefully, the Dynamo can catch up. Probably not this year, but hopefully in the future, they can they can catch up for sure. Um, I know we're tired of hearing the future, but <laughs> that's also the reality, you know. But yeah, man, uh, to our listeners, go, go out and support our teams. Um, Friday night with the Dash, then Dynamo Saturday night, and then our roundup. Conclude Sunday night at Abiba or Abija. I can't pronounce the, the stadium. Abiba. Time. Abiba. But it's a nice little stadium, man. I like it, dude. Uh out if you're near Pearland, it's right down the street. Um, so south of 210 on 288. So uh good good little stadium to go support. And I know there's some search members out there, and good time when the team is playing like this, you know. So make sure you uh support your your hustle town and Join us for our next episode. As we talked about earlier, we we will preview um, Montreal game. Uh, the Ballish Round podcast will join us, and then don't forget to join the SOMO713 Twitter space. Uh, if it's a home game, probably the day after the game. That way you can uh, share your your opinions and thoughts on the on the game and and the Dynamo OSG.
1: Yeah, man, I agree. Go check out the spaces, man. You know, uh, but uh, yeah, I'm already ready to, to look into next weekend as, as as far as as I goes. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah.
0: am as well, bro. I'm so ready for next week. Hopefully, they give us give us something better. You know,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely. all we can do.
0: We can't change the past, but the future we can. No, you
1: know? no, but like at the same time, they uh before the Dash and those played tonight, you know. Thank God there's still English Premier League soccer to watch. So we we both still had some games to play. Well actually you played on Friday night as well. So you you actually had a, a Friday I sorry. So you actually knew your result before Dynamo even played and uh Man City didn't play till this this morning. But and so so what happened with Arsenal on Friday?
0: No, dude Arsenal did did really well. Um We played a Crystal Palace Friday. Um, We won the game, which is (laughs) the most important part. It wasn't pretty per se, but the important thing playing away is to to get the three points and uh, a good start to to the to the league. You know, Uh, we're not title favorites at all, but I, I feel like we have good a good squad and as long as they play hard and and compete, that's that's all we can ask. But, um, good to see Martinelli on the on the score sheet and and also um, <clears throat> it was an own goal for the second one, but we won two nil. So, uh, good good W against a uh the coach is a uh, the coach for Crystal Palace is a Arsenal legend Patrick Vieira. Um, so. Happy we got the W. Uh, Jesus made his debut, and so did uh, Sinchenko, which he looked freaking amazing, dude. Uh, I thought he was uh, over, over. We overpaid for that, but man, he looked really good joining the attack. So, and also Saliva, he uh, he's our center back that we loaned out um, to Marseille uh, the past couple years, and he uh, we retained him this year, and he was the starting center back next to Gabriel and. He did amazing that he got the man of the match. So, pretty pretty cool to see, man. So, uh, hopefully, uh, something something to start building momentum. What about you, man?
1: Well, there you go. Good good for Arsenal getting that that win to start off the, the season, especially a road win and a clean sheet. You know, and then City on Sunday. We're on the road against West Ham, and we did the same thing. We go on the road, we get a two nothing dub. And we get the clean sheet, so it was a uh, it, it was a good game starting off. You know, going going back and forth. City, City had to, of course, get their get their uh the motors revving before they could actually start playing City soccer. But once they started getting that City soccer going, uh, I think it was like the twenty three minute mark. They played a ball through to Holland. And, and Holland beat his defender by a step, and the keeper had to come out. And of course, the keeper was uh, a little bit late, and took out Holland, so Holland earns a penalty kick, Holland takes a penalty kick, Holland scores a penalty kick, and that that made it one to nothing, and that's how we went into halftime. Uh, second half came out, and City was just being typical City, just moving the ball around, keeping possession, you know, just keeping the going, and uh, they played. They played a ball through to Holland, and Holland beat the defender on a break breakaway, and all he had to do was just beat the keeper, and uh, he just played the ball into the corner and scored. So Holland would a brace to start off the Premier League weekend, when everybody's questioning what can he do for City, he ain't gonna do shit for City. Well, that's what? He scored the two goals, and he was a difference maker, and bada boom, bada bing So City it's a formidable opponent. West Ham starts off the season with a 2-0 victory, which makes uh, Arsenal and City tied in the standings. Uh, I'd like that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I hope we can be tied later deeper in the season, but no, that second goal was world-class, man. Kevin De Bruyne, through ball, perfect for Haaland, who doesn't even touch it. His first touch is the shot, just a soft finesse to the Next to the post, just world class, man. That's it's beautiful to see, man. That's
1: that's beautiful soccer. World <laughs> man, class. So world so class, with those though. so with those two wins, what, what else happened this weekend? Liverpool goes and gets a tie. <laughs> Dude,
0: <laughs> Liverpool, man. My boy Nunez, though, he scored, but Liverpool, yeah, they <laughs> they uh I think they had to I can't remember if they had to. Come down to no, 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 Fulham tied at the end, right? It was
1: they yeah, were winning. They yeah. made the
0: comeback, and then Fulham tied them at the end. Yeah, so
1: yeah. not not well, good Fulham for Liverpool. Tied. No, not good at all. Because Fulham Fulham's projected it to be like in the the bottom four or five, so maybe into relegation. And Liverpool to start off the season like that—that's that's like I was saying. Like Marlo was trying to give me shit. Someone else I think was just kind of back him up. Like I don't, you know, just Liverpool. I don't know this something they were. Towards the end of last season, and just uh, I, I don't know, I, I don't know. They're gonna they're gonna have to fight to finish in the top four of the Premier League this season. They just started off their season just in perfect condition, except for they didn't lose. They, they ended up getting the tie, but uh yeah, that's a, that's I'm good with it. So yeah, I know. You. I bet you are, dude. I was
0: the one that backed up my loan, so. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so I was shocked. You know, I, I expected them to make the comeback, but then, yeah, they, they got tight at the end. So it was, it's not that I'm cheering for Liverpool. It's just we'll see what happens. I think they're I think they're still solid now. If the same thing happens next week, then you're going to start seeing, like, what what the hell, you
1: know? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I think they just got to get their chemistry together. They still have a good team, but their chemistry was just lacking and keeping them yeah. from performing to their best.
0: But yeah, man, good deal. That's-
1: yeah, that's what, that's what I got for that. that. That's about it. You got your hustle town. You got your overseas. Uh, you know, now we got the MLS All Star on Wednesday on Wednesday, and you had the skills game on Tuesday, which Hector Rare just participates in. So, guys, y'all check that out. Tuesday we we'll, we'll be recording with our with our Montreal guests and watching the Skills Challenge on the TV at the same time. Wednesday All-Star Game, and then we'll see y'all this weekend. Home games. so hopefully we'll see you at more than one, possibly. But, you know, I'm always holding my H's up, Ramon.
0: Forever orange, baby. <laughs> Hold it down. H's. 'Cause we gonna put it in a play Let them know you the dynamo Oh the dynamo Oh the dynamo Oh you the dynamo Hey the cyber lose when we in the race Hey be up in the place and we gonna put it in a play Let them know you the dynamo Oh you the dynamo Oh the dynamo